all the uh, meeting of the Finance Information Technology Audit Personnel Insurance Committee board. Public comment. I don't think so. Let me go. No. No public comment? No public comment. Okay. Approve the general manager expense request. Questions of anyone else? No. No questions. Good. Approve the bills paid report. Okay. I have a number of questions. Fortunately, we were answered. I, there's no way I was going to guess some of those. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? So, thanks for the, the updates and those. Of course. Good. Give the consent. Good. Both announcements. Uh, approve employee reimbursement return. No questions on that one. Do we have any of that either? Okay. Requests for in kind community donations. Yes. Uh, good morning. Uh, this item was um, reviewed by the Parks and Rec Committee on Tuesday and was recommended for approval on the consent calendar at next Friday's board meeting. Uh, the two items on this list are from the Tahoe City Downtown Association for the Tahoe Joy Festival and then for the 4th of July celebrations. I think the only thing to note uh, on here is that the Tahoe Joy Festival, uh, staff are recommending only the soft costs and not the hard costs. Uh, the, the hard costs, for example, would be the stage rental, the porta potties, and the dumpster. And the reason being is that uh, the previous year, when the Parks and Rec Committee did review this, they had recommended to staff that uh, that the district uh, only provide soft costs as the in-kind donation, not hard costs. So that's what we're recommending: is five thousand and five dollars worth of in-kind soft costs for that particular event. So I'm happy to answer any questions in regards to these two requests. Questions? Um, no. no. I appreciate the having somebody else cover the hard costs. That's money out of my pocket, so that's good. And I noticed the moving location. Yes, the Tahoe Joy Festival. Yeah. Yes. So last year they uh, were planning on having it at the Tahoe City Community Center. Right. Um, I under my understanding is that they're actually trying to integrate the Tahoe Joy Festival into a bigger event in the downtown core of Tahoe City. Um, so I, they believe it will actually have a better attendance, and they'll be taking donations. So it will be a ticketed event, but they'll be accepting donations at the gates. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, so that's the switch. That's the reason for the switch of location. I kind of like it at the at the uh, community center because people spread out. It was on the lawn, but uh, right. I think if I if I will get a few more people here. Yeah. yeah. Based on the other things that got going that weekend. Yeah. And it is the weekend before the concerts of Common Speech, right. so it's kind of it's somewhat of an extension of that music series, but independent. Yeah. Thank you. Approval of professional services agreement with Energy Jackson Consulting and Water System Reconstruction Funding and Financing Support. Yes. Good morning. Uh, this was an item that we had originally intended to bring in December, and then we took a step back, looked at some more options, and now we're bringing it forward um, under an agreement with Kennedy James, or we're proposing to do so. So this work 
um, with the consultant would help identify the funding and financing strategy to fund public seekers primarily. Um, we believe that we're, um, we have a path forward for Madden Creek. We'll be submitting a full application to SRF for that. And then uh, Tahoe Cedars is a bit more complicated and we're looking at a strategy uh, to do that because we are anticipating that it will take multiple funding sources. I will also add that Ramona and I met with a municipal advisor who we've been working Nikki with. Uh, excuse oh, me. Nikki Tillman. Yeah, with CSDA. Or, uh, she's with the, um, you know, she's with Hoppenheimer. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, they are so CSDA's uh, preferred yeah. Okay. provider. Got it. Yeah, and Kenneth and Ken Dyker, our municipal advisor that we've used, you've met and seen with them yeah. over the years. And essentially, it's just assembling this team of um, kind of experts and consultants internally, our team to, to really figure out how to, how to fund this. So that's what this professional services agreement uh, will attempt to do. And then I can't remember, I think we decided, or we were going to recommend this for consent. Yes. Did, okay. Mm -hmm. and, uh, we'll take yeah. Committee, uh, exactly. Info. Yeah. And thank you for your question, Ellie, about prevailing wage with the professional services agreement. That's a good question. There was some standard language in KJ's contract that just covers uh, if yeah. if prevailing wage is required, it will be charged. Because um, prevailing wage is not these types of contracts. Prevailing wage. Uh, I mean, Corey could probably speak better to this. It's very specific. California state law is very specific. What types of uh, jobs and tasks are, are subject to prevailing wage? So, uh, in this case, this is a consultant. You know, this is an office consulting financial kind of contract. So, just wanted to make sure we were yeah, understanding that. the full things. Yeah. 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 The words they do on the treatment plan. Uh, their inspectors, I think, too. So I think it's probably some boilerplate language that some of their team on the treatment plant project do not, like their project manager doesn't get it, but their on-site inspector. Oh, it's, it's real specific, isn't it? Yeah. Like job title. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> any other questions? I didn't realize KJ did financial consulting, too, so yeah. that's... And they also are our owner advisor on the progressive design build. And so we felt like there were definitely definite efficiencies in working with them, their history with us, their knowledge moving forward about the project. It it makes sense. I'm sure Tim in his retirement is smiling that he got this original project many years ago. Thank you. Okay, Yep. Good. Number seven, approval professional services agreement with JK Architecture Engineering for the Administrative Facilities Master Plan. Yes. Oh, that's back on the table. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we are excited to re-kick off the project in earnest in uh, 2024. Um, we're choosing to go in a different direction with the local engineer, architect, um, you know, primarily some staff changes with the previous company and just want to move in a different direction. Uh, staff do have a good working relationship with JK. Um, we're picking up from the work that was completed. Uh, the previous consultant got to a draft of the summary of existing, existing conditions and uh, needs assessment. Um, that report uh, Kim actually worked on and then transitioned to Anna. We pulled it apart into two um, reports.
work set. Now JK will take that work and move on from there. Uh, development of concepts, schematics, cost estimating, then finally the master plan. Um, to, to wrap it up, likely in, in early 2025 is what we're projecting. Uh, the contract amount is 130,000 uh, time materials. Uh, happy to answer any questions. So the questions for I just, to clarify, this is not redoing what the other contract that was done, it's just continuing. Continuing. I, I mean, there, there is uh, inherently some look back of the work that has been completed as you transition to a new consultant, mm -hmm. but it is picking up that material, which is pretty standard from what are the existing conditions, you know, and what are the needs. So they'll pick that up and take that ball and go with it. That was my understanding from yeah. those presenters. Correct. <clears throat> We'd recommend this for consent as well. What's that? Okay. May I add one thing? We're making one slight change to the memorandum on the oh. financial impacts. It had listed it coming out of the GMAS capital budget. It really is a special stomach budget. So we're going to make that slight change and then update the board number. The dollar amounts don't change. And refresh me, last month we disbanded the. Yes, I was going to touch on that. Yeah, so we, we recommended disbanding the uh, admin. Facility Master Plan Ad Hoc Committee, uh, just because we feel like the bulk of this work is going to be uh, really staff, and yep, so we don't anticipate um, needing a lot of input or requiring your time uh, during next year. And that I think a large part of because we have gotten um, a, a good indication from the board that you guys are supportive, we did tours back there. Part of our original concept for this. Um, ad hoc master plan or ad hoc committee was to really bring the board, the committee, and then the board up to speed on why we needed it. I think at this point the board all understands why we need it, and so now it's just a matter of cranking out a plan and then getting your feedback on the plan. So our our uh, our plan would be once we've got a, a a draft and we're ready to present it, we're likely presenting it to the full board for feedback and direction at that point. Okay. Excellent. All right. Uh, good for concern. Final reports. Thank you. If I may, just uh, under our uh, on page fifty-four, I just like to point out a couple items or have a, a conversation about one of our long-term financial um, strategic initiatives in twenty twenty-four. Uh, develop a strategy and policy for unfunded pension liabilities. So I just like to bring you a little bit of the state of where we are. As you know, last year the board adopted a pension funding policy. That policy had three goals, and, and those goals were um, fulfill commitment to employees, fiscal sound services to our ratepayers, taxpayers, our residents, and provide transparency. Working back now from the bottom, we've accomplished the goal of provide transparency. We, write, we bring it through the audit, we bring it through the budget, and then I think it was just last month we brought the pension funded status report. Uh, the goals one and two were to build commitment to employees and to provide fine, um, fiscally sound services to our patient taxpayers. Require setting up a Section 115 trust, which is mentioned in the pension policy. 
So we were actively working on that. We're actively looking at um, what that Section 115 uh, trust policy would look like and or investment policy it might be, which is very high level, which will speak to this sustainability, will speak to maybe some investment strategies, not very high level, but very general in speaking, and then also talking about how we fund the policy and sending some policy guidelines in terms of funding. The pension policy we adopted did talk about some of those options. It talked about you could use a special one-time revenue if you were getting a one uh, a special revenue unbudgeted. Um, it's at the board's discretion. You can decide it. Any uh, interest income, anything over the budget amount, personnel costs and under budget. So there's a lot of mechanisms to fund that. We were going to come back, hopefully in the first quarter, is what we're anticipating by March, and bring something back to the finance committee to the board. Our goal is to get a 115 trust up and running and to, by the end of the year, make some decisions about how to fund it. So if you have any questions, it's just very high level. I'm happy to resend you the pension policy if you want to look at it again. But I don't think you necessarily need to, so. Okay. I wanted to bring you up to speed on that. Also that uh, at the, uh, normally we like to bring the, the reserve adjustments to the finance committee. We didn't have an opportunity to get them done in time. However, they will be at the January board meeting. We will be doing a short presentation and asking the board to adopt them. Very similar to what we did last year, very prescribed method. And some of the nuances and or conversations or just a brief conversation on how we adjust that capital infrastructure reserve number, but not to not to say so much about what we're going to be talking about at the board, but that's kind of that. They should be pretty straightforward. And then I'm happy to say that Charlie at Water and Sewer rebriefed you on where we expect to see the water capital uh, budget, and the water um, capital ending up for 2023. So I don't think I need to say much more than that. Thank you, Charlie. Very thorough. And I think that's all I wanted to point out in the in those uh, in that particular report. Do you have any questions? No. Thank you. Very detailed. I'll turn it over to Andrew. Yeah. Yes, I'll touch on the financial statements uh, briefly at a high level here. Uh, we were able to generate statements um, for Q3 ending September 30th, 2023. Um, start with current assets, cash and investments are up $7 million, ending the period of $41.1 million. Um, that increase breaks out into $5.9 million in the general fund, um, $1.8 million in the sewer fund, and the water fund decreased by $827,000. Uh, property tax receivable at the end of the quarter, $4.8 million. Um, other receivables, um, relatively large number, $3.4 million, and that included amount billed to SRF, as well as uh, billings to Placer County for NSA. Uh, we have received SRF funds, $3.1 yes. million from received last week. Um, so we do still have a small, uh, not small, but smaller than $3.1 million. We've got about a million dollars, $1.1 million left um, due from them, which we should be seeing shortly here. Um, restricted cash investments. End of the period of 587,000. That's primarily the uh, Westlake Tahoe regional water treatment plant retainage for Thompson builders. 
moving right along accounts payable and accrued payroll at the end of the period are 1.4 million and $312,000 respectively. Combined long and short term debt at the end of the period is $9.4 million, primarily the SRF loan, $8.7 million there. Um, so changing in that position and fund balance, we are up $9.9 million um, from the beginning of the year. And moving on to explanations of profit and loss statements. Uh, details, uh, district-wide operating revenue, um, unfavorable to budget a little bit, $364,000. That is primarily made up of revenue that was contemplated for the boat ramp, um, where we fell short there. That was $245,000 short to budget. Um, recreation was also a little unfavorable, $82,000 short to budget. So, um, fortunately, we're very favorable on our operating expenses. Uh, personnel is favorable, $626,000. Um, we had a number of positions that were open for a portion of the year that were budgeted. Um, so once those were filled, that's going gonna, gonna to change in 2024. We should be very close to budget in 2024 with the full staff. Um, professional services are also favorable by about $200,000. Charges and services favorable by about $138,000. Um, interest income, uh, $1.4 million. California class has been doing very well for the district. Year to date budget is only $219,000. So uh, that considerable. Uh, favorability of budget there on the interest rate side. Um, those are some of the high points. If there's any other questions, I'd be happy to answer those for you guys. Any questions? <clears throat> um, I circled a couple things that I just need to get refreshed on. Um, page 60 of 71, what's a de total deferred inflow? Resources. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Voodoo magic. Yeah. Voodoo magic. So a lot of those deferred inflows and outflows deal with GASB 68, GASB 75, and GASB 87. 87 and 96. And 96 uh, for, for this year, but not yet reflected. Those are one time year adjustments. We wait for some, uh, we work with a third party individuals, some of our partners who help us get to those numbers. For example, OPEC valuations are coming in, GASB 68 valuations coming in. We're wrapping up GASB 87 and the new GASB 96 will be implemented for 23 year audit. So all of those are one-time adjustments and they're magical numbers. <laughs> they're not, it's just we have a magical team. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, I just, no, no. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Super, thanks. Um, allowance for doubtful accounts. How do you figure out allowance? Is that somebody saying I'm not paying? What is that? It's like nine thousand in there. Oh, yeah, 10, 10, 000, 10 yeah. That's that's tied to I believe one specific account that we slowly click on. So it's 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 really nominal dollars, but yeah. And it is being it is being collected on the time in a very small increments. Yeah. Are some actually paying off? Yeah, yes. some paying off. <laughs> but it, yeah. Every year we record it as an unplugged because we're unsure of it, whether or not we'll collect it in the future. When did it start? I think 15 or somewhere. It's been on the books for quite a while. Yeah, okay. So that's just one account, pretty much. And then the last one was uh, 
120 and 190. That's what it means. 61 of 71. The bottom. Can you say what? Uh, 15,000. Oh. Yeah, so that's the plug for the unbalanced um, Q3 budget. So, fund 20 is an engineering fund, fund 90 is a GNAS fund. The budget for those funds should zero out. Um, it zeroes out on the year, however, due to some manipulation of timing of expenses that we were trying to get into the budgets, um, we did not get those to clear out at 9.30 like they should, and that's the variance we're seeing. But on the year, the budget does balance to zero for those funds. On the year, that line won't be there. Okay. Yeah. Sure. That's all I have my pictures and questions. And you know, I'd just like to highlight that our director of parks and recreation position has been posted. Uh, the first round will take place after next Thursday, January 18th. So that position is posted, and we're moving along with that succession planning. First round of. I'm sorry, resumes. Oh. So I posted this position is open and still filled. However, first round of resume review will take place after January 18th. Okay. Excellent. Did we do any good? Yes. We're going to be doing interviews after the 18th. Yeah, yeah we have them scheduled for February, and I think we received you know a lot of that uh, we posted nationally and throughout the state and we received a, a pretty good response yes. for qualified applicants. Anything else in the I'm happy to answer any other questions. Yeah. Yeah, oh uh, I did not take anything back from this particular meeting just that you're gonna send me a website. <laughs> John has John has John has a own app. Work action from yeah, yeah. She'd like me if I forget when I'm shoving this. It's all my. I listed it here, so you know I'll be on it. Good. Anything else? Anything else from the staff? Wow. Call the jury.